friends. It's the Cheryl and Shirley show. Today, it's just Cheryl. My friend Shirley is busy for a couple weeks, and yes, I miss her. We are here to interview a couple of local candidates, Mike Deary and Julie Desjardins. They are running for the Wisconsin Rapids Public School District School Board positions. There are two board spots open. I'd like to share a bit about both of them. First, Mike. He is married, a father of two, grandfather of nine, and great-grandfather of three plus one on the way. He worked locally for 43 years in the mills. He completed a four-year apprenticeship as a diesel heavy-duty equipment mechanic. He also served as a shop leader. Mike says, I work well with a maraud of personalities. A friend of Mike's once said, Mike, if you want to bring change for our nation, our state, city, and county, start at the local level. And then we have Julie. Julie is a mother, grandmother, and a lifelong resident of Wisconsin Rapids. She has a bachelor's degree of science and business management and has retired from owning and operating a child daycare for over 25 years. A few issues they would like to address. Bullying problems, communication between parents, school board, and educators. Declining academic performance in critical areas of education, such as reading, writing, math, and college career readiness. Make the curriculum public and transparent. Bring parents and community back to their rightful places within our schools. We are lucky enough to be allowed to complete our interviews here at the Savory Steakhouse located in Kellner. And we want to give John and his crew a big shout out and kudos for the great food, service, and atmosphere. We appreciate the chance to be here on a Friday, and I can hardly wait until we are completed so we can all get our Friday fish fry or many other great dishes here at Savory. Thanks, John. We do appreciate it. So without further ado, let's get to the interviews. And thanks for listening. Please share the podcast so we can get the information out to as many as possible. And go to our website and click on follow in the top right-hand corner, and then you'll be updated every time we put another podcast on. We would appreciate it. We are working on helping as many candidates as we can. Our website is https semicolon backslash backslash s-l-a-b-a-r-r-e dot podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com backslash. You can also uh, download their app, app if you'd like at podbean.com. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And let's get to the interviews. Hey, this is Cheryl here for the Cheryl and Shirley Show. It's going to be Cheryl tonight, and I'm interviewing a couple of people that are running for school board in Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. It's been pretty contested here. They went, they moved through the spring primary, which is very exciting for them. And we're going to start out with um, Julie Desjardins, and she's going to introduce herself and tell you why she wants to be on the school board. And we got some bullet points here that she's going to address, and I think it's fantastic. We looked at... Um, some of the information going on here. I went on the DPI myself, and I will certainly talk about some of that information too. She has a lot as she wants to hit. I think one of the things that everyone is aware of is the declining enrollment in the whole state, uh, all school districts, and much of that is due to COVID, and much of it is just due to many different things. So uh, I'm going to turn the mic over to Julie and let her talk a little bit, and we'll move on to the next one. Thank you, Cheryl, for giving us the opportunity to be on your podcast. My name is Julie Desjardins, and I'm running for school board in Wisconsin Rapids Public School District. The reason I've decided to run for school board is the terrible academic decline in our school district, not just during COVID, but several years leading up to COVID. 
Our school district is currently testing less than 40% proficient in both math and reading and has been for years. Not only is our academic performance miserable, but we have horrible communication between the parents in the school district. There's actually zero opportunity for any conversation. The teachers are miserable. There's terrible bullying problems in the schools, and no one is there to support the teachers or support the children. My goal is to improve academic performance, open communication, support the parents and give them back their rights to have more say in their children's education, support the teachers so they can actually teach rather than be suffering through a war zone, and help the children who are constantly being bullied, and there's currently nothing being done about it. So what kind of um, bullying are you talking about? Because I know there's many different schools deal with this and they have uh, bullying symposiums and, and things like that. I'm not sure if Wisconsin Rapids School District does that. But um, the type of bullying would be something that would be of concern to parents out there and something that maybe you could talk about. Something that I think is very interesting is when you get disciplinary actions from the school district to find out what's going on. So um, if you could maybe talk about that a little bit. And the open communication, I think, is real important. Obviously, you have suffered through some of this during the school board meetings that you have attended over the last year. I read some minutes that showed how all of you went to a meeting in August, I believe it was, and talked about the um, masks, face masks, and what was going on there. And I read some of the comments the parents made and how they were basically dismissed is what I felt like from the school board. And I was a little concerned by that. And uh, there are seven school board members right now, correct? Okay, seven school board members. And um, there are two up for election here. And we have four people running for those positions. So it's really important to pick the right people that you want to represent you and somebody who's going to take care of some of this bullying and some of the open communication with the school board because we do pay their salary. So with that, I'd like Julie maybe to answer a couple of those. The lack of communication was a huge concern for me from the beginning. As you stated, many parents showed up at the school board meetings assuming their concerns and questions would be addressed. Unfortunately, the way they have it set up currently, you get three minutes to speak only on an agenda item. If the item you want to talk about is not on the agenda, you don't get to talk. A lot of the parents had the same questions, concerns. There were mothers literally crying in their comments because they were so upset with what was happening to their children. And unfortunately, at the end of each person's time to talk, the school board then goes on to finish their meeting, never addressing the comments, never making mention of the comments. So obviously frustration sets in at one point towards the end of the year. Some parents may have raised their voice or spoke out of turn, which is not anything I condone, but I completely understand it. And the number of parents attending school board meetings lessened each time. There was less and less people coming. And from what they expressed to me, it was out of frustration and they felt they were wasting their time because they were being dismissed. Yeah, I think that's extremely unfortunate because that's the only way that you can get the information information out to parents and that they can see what's happening in the school board meetings. I know we all read agendas and things like that. Something that you sent me that I thought was very interesting that I think maybe many people out there should probably look up that article you sent me from the Post Crescent. That article was very informative. It gave me a lot of information and I think parents out there should definitely take a look at that. It talked a lot about what the declining enrollment is in the state as well as every school district. You can click on a little arrow and it tells you the school district and I saw the declining enrollment, it's like 5.3% down from 2019 to 2021. 
And we just, both of us, um, Julie checked today to see from the secretary at school to see what the enrollment is now, and it's 4,864 students. I learned from the superintendent that 331 of those students are open and open enrolled out of the district, which I found very interesting. And there are 287 that are enrolled in the district. I do not know where they come from. I didn't ask that question. But um, I looked up numbers from the Catholic school here too and noticed that the numbers in Catholic school were, uh, especially grade-wise and graduation rate-wise, were way higher than Wisconsin Rapids Public Schools. And what fascinates me about that is that um, Wisconsin Rapids Public Schools gets a lot of money. I don't even know what their budget is right now. I'm not sure. What is it? I believe it's approximately $11,000 per student. Yeah, I'm sure that's about right. 11000 per student, which doesn't surprise me. So I think one of the things that um, I've always thought all along, and I don't know if you two agree with this or not, but is that um, when a student leaves a school for homeschooling that that should there should be a voucher that the money goes to whoever is teaching those people if it's a homeschool then that should go there because those the homeschooled people, parents are, you know, they're eating that um, financial burden of getting their own curriculum. And you have to have a curriculum that you're really going to educate your kids because you want to make sure they can get into college or whatever down the road. So it's really important. So yeah, that's one of the things that I think is really important as well. And I noticed that the private schools have increased 6.6% from 2020, which I found very fascinating too. So um, I think that someone told me about a school board meeting that I wanted to mention that it, it happened. I know there was a recall here and, it, and the recall did not go through. And so at the next school board meeting after the recall that they wouldn't allow parents to speak that did not fill out a form properly or something. And so, I, yeah, I kind of want you to address that. I know we're not here to really talk about past school board meetings or anything, really. I want to go forward. I think that's most important is to talk about what you guys really are looking at doing here. But I do think that people need to know because a lot of parents can't go to school board meetings. They really can't. They, they're busy trying to take care of their kids, their families. And so when they find out the knowledge, they find out that this is what happened, that they didn't get a chance to speak. It's really unfair fair. We pay their salary, as I said, and they need to listen to us. It doesn't matter if it's something that's written down or not. They still should listen. You know, nobody wants to, I'm not going to stand up and slam someone in a school board meeting by name or anything, but they certainly have a right to say, you know, hey, you guys, I, I want to ask you what's going on with face masks. Why, why did you change your mind? Why did this happen? And uh, that's concerned a lot of parents. And I know there are also parents out there that feel that their child should wear a face mask. Great, wear it. I don't think anybody sitting here would say, don't wear it if you want. But there are parents that want to be able to choose. And I do know that Julie had five children, Julie, and all five of those have children and all five of them have pulled their children out of schools. Is that right? All five of my kids graduated from the Wisconsin Rapids public school system, as I did myself a few years ago. My, two of my adult children have school-aged children and have pulled their kids from the Wisconsin Rapids public school system completely to homeschool. So that means the school district is not receiving the money for those grand children. Okay, so um, also we'll go back and forth talking to Julie if we have more questions here, if I think of something. But I want to also inter introduce Mike. Mike Deary. Mike is a gentleman who knocked on my door. He showed me this piece of paper or this little card and he said, I'm running for school board. And then I opened my door and I said, oh, really? <laughs> well, let me ask you a few questions. So I started talking about what are you going to do with my tax dollars? I saw that uh, there was a $34 million referendum passed last year that really honked me off. And I don't think I'm the only one that honked off because I know neighbors in my neighborhood that were not happy about it either. And then we just started having a conversation and I told him that I appreciated him knocking on the door and he would get my vote because of that. I found out that he was having a meet and greet with Julie and I went to that meet and greet and I said, 
see that they both are very hardworking and they really want to serve the public. So I want to introduce Mike and let him maybe introduce himself and say a few words and we'll talk to him a little bit about some stuff too. Well, thanks for having me here and uh, again, for this is a great opportunity to share with you guys. And yeah, we need more discourse in the school board. That was one of the big, big issues that we all had had issues with. Um, Julie's fountain of information. <laughs> this will pale compared to what Julie knows because she's been really in this. A little bit about yourself. How long have you been in Wisconsin Rapids? Okay. Still- I've been living in Wisconsin Rapids a long time. Been here, well, since 1973. Uh, worked in the mills for uh, 43 years. I'm a very dedicated person to the tasks I have at hand. I don't just start things. I also finish things. So I'm a, I'm a great uh, worker at accomplishing things. One of the things that I wanted to ask both of you is, did either one of you ever have the thought of running for school board in the past? Did either one of you want to do that? I mean, because honestly, uh, running for school board can be a gig in your own area. And then when you have children are around and grandchildren as well, it can be really tough on that. So, and, and it's tough on your family. I mean, you, you're dedicating yourself, admirable, honorable thing to do, and you're doing it for the right reasons. And I admire that very much. You don't know how much, but have you ever had the thought that you would ever be sitting in this chair doing this? Well, the answer to that is absolutely no. I thought long and hard about this back in August when we were going to school board meetings and, and being very frustrated just time after time after time. We, we get nowhere. I, I thought I'm retired and I didn't know if I really wanted to do this because I know it's going to be a big push, a lot of learning, a lot of relearning. I, I wanted to do things in my retirement. I just figured this is more important. I set aside some time in my life to put back, you know, help this community and help the students and, and get a school system back on track. Like I said, very admirable. So I'm asking Julie the same question because sometimes people that stand up for school board have never thought about anything like that before. But I do think the COVID issue has brought that out to light to many people and what they found out what's going on in the school districts. So Julie, had you ever thought about stepping up and putting your name out there and running for school board? I never in my wildest dreams would have ever imagined myself as a school board member or anything where people would be looking at me. I love school. I still to this day enjoy taking classes just for the fun of it. I did well in school. I have great memories of school. My kids all enjoyed school and did very well. I had no idea how bad it was for our school district until I started looking into it. I didn't realize for the last almost decade that less than half the kids were proficient at reading or math. That is unacceptable. I don't think people realize that at all. When you see the school from the outside, it looks nice. You see this referendum for millions of dollars to build sports things. You assume everything's going okay, but it's not. And I want to make it okay. I want to make it a good school again. Wisconsin Rapids is an amazing community. We have great people here that support the kids. That's why the referendum passed. We want what's best for kids, but we need someone to make sure that money is being spent responsibly. If they keep increasing the tax burden, they keep spending more money. Now we've had three grants in an astronomical amount of money coming in. More money does not equate better learning. We need to start looking at where the money is being spent and where it should be spent. We need accountability. We need transparency. If we can get a loving, supporting community to get involved, open the communication, we can make the changes that need to be made. We need the parents respected. We need the teachers supported and respected. They're the front line. They know what their kids need. The administration, well, I think we can trim some fat. So one of my questions too, to both of you would be teachers. When we talk about the teachers, you know, I mean, I know it's very difficult for some teachers to openly come out and say, hey, I'm, I'm in support of you or, you know, vote for you. I, I appreciate that what you're doing, standing out there. So one of the things is really know 
the community well enough to know what the where the teachers stand on a lot of issues. Teachers, have you had conversations with teachers separately away from that area? Like when you run into them at the market or something, because many times that happens, a gas station, you run into people that you know that are teachers because you live in this community, you've lived here a long time, and they will give you their opinions for sure. Yes, we did have it. Uh, for our meet and greets, we had some teachers come forward and they were hesitant to do so because they, they're guess fear for repercussions that their name would get out there or they you know they got to, they got to work with it with the, their community and with the other teachers and several several teachers did come out and and tell us especially about this critical race theory how it's not just in one category like we did a, a League of women's voters interview this morning and they, one of the questions was asking about uh, school books whether you know parents are going to opt out a certain reading material and I, I said this in my interview today that this critical race theory is not just in in a book here it might be in a math problem it might be in an English problem this is an issue that they're hiding and make it seem that we're just crazy individuals here, but we're seeing this. And like I said, there's probably more teachers out there would come forward, but they're just afraid to lose their job. I think that's very difficult for teachers in this day and age to come forward. But I do think it's good if you had teachers show up at your meet and greets. That's really saying a lot about you too. It says a lot about what you are out here fighting for. And I think that's a really awesome thing to hear because one of the things you have to have, I mean, I don't even know how many employees I should have looked that up are in this school district. It's really important to make sure that they're aware that you are out there because you you want to help. You're not out there because you want the glory. Because really, school board, I'm going to tell you, there's not a whole lot of glory. There's a lot of work, but it's, it's very nice that you're standing up. And how about you, Julie? Have you talked to teachers, even when you knock on doors and things like that in, in the community? I owned and operated uh, daycare here in Wisconsin Rapids for over 25 years. Several of my clients were teachers. Several of my friends are teachers. We've had people reach out to us asking, remain anonymous, who are current teachers. So we've had a lot of insight from teachers present and retired. And unfortunately, our current environment, we are made out to be the enemy of the teachers. I believe whether it is central office or the administration, someone is trying to pit parents against the teachers and vice versa. And that is so opposite from the truth. I know all the teachers want what's best for the kids. They wouldn't have gone to school to be a teacher unless they truly cared about children because that's a thankless job. And same with the parents. They want to work with the teachers because the teachers have their child for seven hours a day. Again, communication. The only way we're going to make this work is for us to have open, honest communication, which they did here in Wisconsin. Another school district decided, let's try it. Went to their PAC center. We have a nice PAC center that would work just as well. And they allowed people to speak openly, honestly, and there was true communication. Questions were answered. Issues were addressed. I'm not saying it can be done in one meeting. I'm saying unless we have good communication, we'll never have a good relationship. Very true. I've always said that even in marriages. Communication is 100% or at least 99.9% of what goes on. I just want to say thank you both. If there's anything else that you want to say to close it out and we will make sure that this is available, it will be available on Podbean. Uh, I will send a link to the website and all the information to both of you once I get it edited. It'll probably be this weekend. I'll be working on it this weekend because I want to get it done before I leave town. But I just want to say thank you for standing up. It's really very important for citizens to know and it's probably more important than what you even realize. You put yourself out there. I know that and I know it's not easy at all. I really do. I know that. And I think it's um, very admirable. Many more people should be standing up and running for office. And I hope this will give us a first step into that where you'll get other people motivated to stand up and, and run for an election. So thank you very much, for both of 
you if there's something you want to close with be my guest why don't you go first mike well i know this is going to be a tough journey but the end result of this standing up and doing the school board is going to be long worth it because our, our children are our future we got we got to build a future right now it looks pretty dismal and that's why julie and i have gotten involved because we can't sit by and just watch these things go downhill our, our school system deteriorate our, our way of life deteriorates so uh, i wanted to just thank you again cheryl for inviting us to, to do this podcast and uh, look forward to working with you and the school board and, and the community in the future thank you once you guys get on the board maybe you'll come and listen so julie last word then i'm gonna say tell us when to vote give us that information because that's super important and tell us that you're going to be out there knocking on doors letting people know and meeting them that's real important too so i'll let julie have the last word here and we'll move on thank you cheryl i believe as many problems as there are we can solve them mike and i are not here to complain we're here to make the community aware of the dire situation we're in but we are solution focused we do believe we can make Wisconsin Rapids Public School District amazing again. We will be knocking on doors. We will be holding more meet and greet. We will be trying to meet everyone we can, and we would really appreciate your vote April 5th. If you have a meet and greet coming up, why don't you mention that too? So there's one here, Rudolph Town Hall on Monday, March 21st from 4 to 7 p.m. March 17th at the McMillan Library here in Wisconsin Rapids from 5.30 to 7.30. So there's two meet and greets right there, March 17th and March 21st. So we'll make sure we get all this information out as much as we can. And I'll read even a little bit of their, both of their bio in the beginning of this. I'll clip that in there. If we have anything else, maybe we'll talk again before the election. So April 5th, get out and vote. It's super important. So thank you very much. Thank you, Mike and Julie. It was great meeting you guys and great talking to you. I look forward to seeing you on the school board. When you get elected, is it in May that you get sworn in? Yeah, I think it's in May. Usually at like a quarterly plan meeting is when they do that. Good luck to both of you. I am uh, very supportive of both. I'm plugging for you for sure. Thank you so much. Peace out.